This November, Le Guess Who will feature a special performance by Pakistani Qawwali singer Fez Ali Fez. Hi, this is Aruj Aftab, and you may remember me from my performance at Le Guess Who in 2021. I was recently asked by them to interview my fellow countryman, uh, Fez Ali Fez. We talked about his background story, what music means to him, and about pushing the boundaries of what Qawwali itself can be. It's 1993 in Lahore, Pakistan. The air is thick with longing. A crowd of people with wet eyes sway together. Despite what a cursory glance might have you believe, this is not a moment of mourning, but rather one of tender togetherness. It's a performance that the renowned Qawwali singer Fez Ali Fez will never forget. He is performing at Data Darbar, the shrine and final resting place Uh, of the 11th century Persian Sufi scholar Data Ganj Bakhsh, uh, who is also one of his prominent spiritual guides. He remembers it so fondly because he felt that through his singing, he was able to connect with Data Saab on an incredibly deep level that was as if the saint was there in the space himself. When he recounts the story to me, he's on the phone from Pakistan and I am in my Brooklyn apartment. He describes a feeling of respect for Data Saab so profound that it borders on intimidation. Because Fez Ali Fez was so moved as a performer and a disciple in that moment, he was able to enchant the crowd too, bringing many of them to tears. The audience's faces are like mirrors, he tells me. The music and words will not affect them if they do not affect me first. A good Qawwali performance is a slow build towards all-encompassing transcendence for both the performer and the listener. The harmonium's drone expands through the room like fog while hand claps and tabla rhythms gallop faster and faster, building excitement. The performer's voice cascades across octaves as they enter a state of heightened emotion and they invite the listener to feel too. It's such an intense experience that Qawwali icon Abda Parveen has said that when she performs, she's neither man nor woman, but rather a vehicle for passion. Qawwali's devotional Sufi music dating back to the 10th century that uses music to express the anguish of being separated from God. In the process of conveying this longing, the musician captures all the beauty and melodrama of actually being alive. If you listen to Allahu or Shabazz Kalender, you will simultaneously relieve the intoxication of first love, mourn all the versions of yourself that now feel lost to you, and be humbled by a fleeting, gorgeous memory of moonlight lighting your late-night walk home. Fezli Fez is able to access and convey all this profound emotion when he performs Qawwali because the music is central to his very existence. Singing is a spiritual, familial, and even bodily experience for him. He was born in Lahore, Pakistan, to generations of singers, and says, I couldn't stop myself from singing as a child. It was just inside me. Just like the milk you drink and the blood in your body affects you, my family background affected me. Even as we speak on the phone, music pours out of him. He recounts the moment that inspired him to pursue music full-time. He was asked to sing a song from a film soundtrack in one of his school plays. He joyfully sings the line from that song to me. I can hear him smiling through the phone. 
After that fateful grade school performance, Fezali Fez and his grandfather convinced his parents to let him pursue music full time. It became his whole life. As a teenager, he would keep ghee cans next to his bed and would play them at night as a rhythmic accompaniment to the songs he would sing before sleeping. He grew enamored with the music of Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan, the man credited with bringing Qawwali to the global stage through his impressive vocal range, effortless charisma, and electrifying hours-long performances. After hearing Nusrat's performance of Shai Mardan Ali, Faiz Ali Faiz started his own group, which wove together Nusrat's style with the musical knowledge he inherited from his family, as well as his classical music training. It's an approach that's been highly effective. He is widely celebrated as one of Nusrat's primary successors. In fact, when Nusrat fell ill before performing at one of the most well-known Pakistani Sufi gatherings, it was Faiz Ali Faiz who he asked to replace him. Listening to the fluorescent ache of his voice on Mast Nazre Milau Sanam, or the precision with which he engages in a call and response with the chorus of voices on Othe Amlan De Honene, it's clear that Faiz Ali Faiz belongs among the greats. Throughout his career, Faiz Ali Faiz has pushed the boundaries of what Kawali can be. He's performed with flamenco and gospel musicians to create vibrant textured music full of left turns. For him, Kawali's mutability is rooted in its religious and spiritual context. Kawali comes directly from Sufis and Sufi knowledge comes directly from God. So that's why it can combine with any type of music, he says. Because the source of this music comes from God, it can apply to any tradition. Despite his tremendous success and talent, Fezali Fez is humble and exceedingly polite as a person. At one point in our conversation, he even pauses the interview to tell me that he's relaxing on the roof and is enjoying answering my questions. All that he's achieved is in the service of his predecessors and of God. In turn, we the listeners get the benefit of witnessing his genius and devotion at work. He tells me that the strength of his relationship with his spirituality and his family pushes him to continue innovating. I ask him what he's excited about tackling musically in the future. My main criteria for taking on new projects is how difficult are they, he tells me. When you decide to take on something difficult, your traditions and forefathers give you help. What's the point of knowing music but not trying to do difficult things with that knowledge? 